Hey there, community. Welcome to season three of the Providence podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and I'm so glad you're here. At Godspace, we have all kinds of ways to connect with other people and to grow your spirituality. So be sure to sign up for our newsletter and stay connected with us. Visit godspacecommunity.com and follow us on social media too. Godspace is a ministry of the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky, and you are more than welcome to stay connected with us as well. You can find us at cdpkentucky.org and wherever you find yourself on social media. And now let's get started with our scripture reading and do some reflecting together. A reading from the first letter to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This week's second reading assures us that we are children of the light and children of the day. In this context, being in the light means being prepared for the coming of Christ. Christ will come like a thief in the night, but since we're of the day, we'll be awake and ready. So, in this sense, being in the light means being prepared, but light can have a lot of other meanings too. When I started reflecting on this reading, I assumed I'd explore what it means to be in the light, but as it turns out, God drew me to reflect on darkness instead. Funny how God works. I do appreciate the sentiment to walk in the light, but lately, as the days get shorter and darker, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, light is hard to come by. When we move the clocks back an hour, I read an article that suggested we'd probably feel better with this shift in time, even though it brings more darkness. Although we might enjoy more afternoon light with daylight savings, having so much light at night messes with our circadian rhythm. We aren't meant to be in the light all the time. More and more, I don't mind the darkness. During the pandemic, I kind of gave myself permission to hibernate a bit. There's nothing wrong with putting on your pajamas at 6 p.m. if it's dark and you're staying home anyway, right? There was something comforting about that darkness. Also, some years ago, I read Learning to Walk in the Dark by Barbara Brown Taylor, and that really shifted how I think about darkness and light as it relates to life and faith. 
She talks about the penchant most Christians have for promoting light over darkness. We do see that a lot in scripture, don't we? When we say things like the light of eternity or the light of Christ or Christ be our light. However, light isn't everything. And she makes a case for moving away from that kind of, quote, solar-powered Christianity and turning toward God in the darkness. She explores physical darkness, literally in a cave, but also talks about metaphorical and spiritual darkness too. I used this book, Learning to Walk in the Dark, during Advent with a group of young adult women. And at the time, a coworker of mine said, that's a great book, but it won't work with your young adult group. It's a midlife book. It turned out, though, that it resonated with all of us. Advent, which is now just around the corner, is a season in which we wait in darkness as we anticipate the coming of Christ. The light grows with our Advent candles each week, but it's a season that invites us to be in the darkness and to befriend it a bit. I find it kind of soothing, actually. And in my book group, the young adult women felt called to embrace the darkness in their lives, too. Our younger years can seem full of light and energy, but that might only be in hindsight. Not that younger people don't enjoy themselves, but facing a future full of uncertainty is hard. And when you're in your 20s, there's the whole wide future in front of you. I remember that myself. I've also accompanied a lot of college students and young adults, and much of what they wrestle with is uncertainty about the future and a real fear of making bad choices in the present that will give them a bad future. That can feel like darkness. I don't think the darkness of uncertainty is reserved for the young either. I feel it too as I look at aging family members and wonder about their care and look ahead to the unknown future of my community and my own life too. If the path forward was known, if it was cast in full daylight and we could see what was coming, well, that might be easier. Or maybe not. If I knew the hard things that would come to be, I might turn and run the other way. The thing is, we can try to walk in the light as best as we can. We can live upright lives in a stance of listening to God and following God's call. Of course we can, and most of us do that most of the time. But what about the times when we're surrounded by darkness, when we don't know the way forward, or when the darkness is sadness or grief? Or what about when the flavor of darkness is none of these things, but just a void? Not a bad void, but a dark night of the soul, when there's just kind of an empty space where God used to be. It's not depression or anxiety. It's just nothing. Well, I believe God's there too, in all kinds of darkness, whether it's comforting darkness or painful darkness or a void. God's there every bit as much as God is when we walk in full daylight. 
The psalmist, too, recognizes this about God's presence. In Psalm 139, it says, If I say, Surely darkness shall hide me, and night shall be my light. Darkness is not dark to you, and night shines as the day. Darkness and light are but one. God is everywhere that we are. God is everywhere we've been. God is everywhere we're going. We might distinguish light and darkness, but God is just always fully present with us, showing us how to navigate the darkness and the light. Even though I hear what Paul is saying about being children of the day, I know that we regularly cyclically move through nighttime too. And that's normal. God's there too. And we can be prepared to recognize and welcome Christ's presence in darkness and in light. There's a song called Night Vision by Suzanne Vega, which really speaks to me of how God is present to me in the dark. It's how I understand providence, actually. The voice in the song is an adult soothing a child who's afraid of the dark. She helps the child to navigate the dark by naming things in the room so that the little one can recognize all that's familiar, even through the haze of darkness. The adult can't keep the darkness away. It's a natural part of life that just comes and goes. However, she can show the child how to be in darkness, so there's no fear or resistance. It's a lovely, tender song, and I think of God saying it to me, to all of us trying to find our way through the darkness. I would shelter you, keep you in light, but I can only teach you night vision, night vision, night vision. Amen. Now let's continue our reflection and maybe even go a little deeper. Where is the light in your life right now? Where is the darkness? How do you navigate darkness? How is God in the darkness with you?
Do you live in a stance of attentiveness to the presence of Christ? What helps you to be prepared to recognize the movement of God in your life? Maybe take a moment to think through this and maybe talk to God and see what God has to say. Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to stay connected with God's face and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky. As you continue on your faith journey, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you, and may we all take good care of each other. Peace.